1: So Lamar Jackson revealed that he now weighs 230 pounds, which is what many running backs weigh these days.
2: The Ravens quarterback looks bulked up and ready to take on defenders. Why did he add the pounds? And how does he feel playing with it?
1: I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Tuesday, August 2nd, and this is your morning Ravens vault.
2: The pads finally came on at Ravens' training camp, and the added physicality tilted things in the defense's direction in a big way.
1: And John Harbaugh came to rookie safety Kyle Hamilton's defense after a video went viral of him getting beat in one-on-one coverage.
2: We have all of that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, Lamar Jackson's physical transformation has been a hot topic in recent months. During June's mandatory minicamp, Jackson shared he had bulked up to 220 pounds, which was up 12 to 15 overall from the previous year's playing weight. Has he fluctuated at all since?
1: Yeah, Sarah, the transformation is undeniable when you look closely. And Jackson gave an update on his physique while on NFL Network during Saturday night's open practice. I just wanted to put a little more weight on me because, um, you know, I was a little small, you know, my early, in the, early in my career. I just wanted to put weight on and see how I felt. And you know, I feel good. I feel pretty good. I mean, you know, Lamar, small is, is a bit of a stretcher. And I know you're a modest guy. I was but... like, I was, I'm going to cut you off. I was like 2, 205, 208. <laughs> and now I'm like. 230 right now. So it's unclear when Jackson weighed 205 or 208 pounds, but it's unlikely he gained that much in a single offseason. Matter of fact, Jackson has previously been listed at six foot two, two hundred and twelve pounds every year he's been in Baltimore prior to now.
2: All right, so whenever the time frame is that he bulked up that much, he is now at 230 pounds, which means that Jackson's weight is more in the running back range and closer to the higher end, too. So, for example, Gus the Bus Edwards is listed at 238 pounds. That's just eight pounds more than Jackson, and he's only an inch shorter. It makes you wonder, how did Jackson do it? Did he change his diet? What's the secret there?
1: Yeah, actually, just last week at his press conference... Number eight was specifically asked if he made any significant dietary adjustments this off season. Nah, not really. Um, some people say, Oh, why you eating that? But I feel like I'm good. Like I ate all my ate certain foods all my life and I'm I'm feeling like I'm in shape. I'm running good, I'm moving good, throwing good, I feel good.
3: So nothing really changed. Just pumped up a little. Age, age changed probably. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, he answered that question clearly. But another question that might be on many Ravens fans' mind is, will this added weight affect Jackson's speed?
1: So, so far, there's no evidence that he's slowed down. Jackson said he feels like he still moves well and with good speed. Coaches have said he's looked good, and no reporters who've watched Jackson at practice have mentioned a slower pace. But one thing that has changed within the last year is Jackson's decision to work out with Amoni Spence. Spence is a South Florida-based personal trainer who actually was a reserve wide receiver and teammate of Jackson's during their time at Louisville Football. I don't know. I just wanted to do it. See how I look. See how I feel. And I feel good. <laughs> how did you do it? Like, it? Spence fit.
3: That's how I did it. Spence fit. That's my training. I'm
1: huh? Money Spence. Yeah. So there you have it, Sarah. Money Spence has Jackson looking better than ever, and that should bode well for his durability as a dual-threat QB because remember, last year he was sacked a career-high 38 times in 12 games played.
2: All right, coming up, our practice news and notes from the first day of Week 2 at Ravens Training Camp.
1: So the Ravens finally practiced with the pads for the first time Monday. Sarah, what effect did that have?
2: Yeah, well, it tilted things in the defense's favor in a big way, which is really not a surprise, Bobby. Defenders can now put more pressure on the offensive line and quarterback while also being more physical with receivers. So as a result, Jackson wasn't as sharp as before. He went 10 for 15 in 11 on 11 work with some of those incompletions being a result of dropped balls. Uh, Jackson also had to settle for more checkdowns according to the Baltimore Sun. Meanwhile, the offensive line allowed a lot of pressure. Rookie defensive tackle Travis Jones got a sack from the interior of the line and it was our guy Odafe Owe who did the most damage with two sacks, one coming from each side of the line. Tony Lombardi of Russell Street Report said O.A. destroyed Morgan Moses on one sack, and several reporters referred to O.A. as a terror coming off the edge.
1: Okay, that makes sense. The defense is supposed to win early when pads come on, right? So nothing to worry about right now. We'll see if the offense responds, though, in the coming days. Sarah, what about player attendance? Anything new in that category?
2: Yeah, I've got some good news. Ben Cleveland finally passed his conditioning test on his fifth attempt. So that means he was clear to practice for the first time, and now he can finally put that test behind him and make left guard a three-man competition.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: Now on the other end of the spectrum, both wide receiver Devin Duvernay and offensive tackle Juwan James sat out of Monday's practice in addition to the others who are still on the PUP list. We all know Duvernay sustained a Thigh bruise Saturday, and John Harbaugh said he held him out for precautionary reasons. Harbaugh also gave an update on James Monday.
3: Yeah, he's got a little nagging thing going on, so I just kind of decided. He decided. We decided together. Just give it a little rest. He's moving really well. He's moving well. I mean, you know, he's playing on the left side. He's not. He hasn't been a left tackle. You know, he's been a right tackle his whole career. So, you know, he'd probably rather be on the right side. But sometimes a uh, necessity is the mother of invention, and uh, he's getting an opportunity on the left side right now. So pads come out see how that thing feels see how it holds up that'll be the key
1: yeah and speaking of the tackle position Sarah what's the latest on all pro Ronnie Stanley his presence would obviously make a big difference trying to come back from that ankle injury
2: no oh, it absolutely would but the Ravens refused to rush him out on the field Harbaugh said that his return is still not eminent But he added that Ronnie is feeling good and he looks good right now.
1: And what would a practice report be without an update on the daily Rashad Bateman, Marlon Humphrey training camp battles?
2: Yeah, those guys definitely provide daily highlights. So let's get to that. Uh, For this one, I'll read the latest from The Athletic's Jeff Zriebeck. He wrote, Rashad Bateman and Marlon Humphrey matched up twice in one-on-ones. Bateman got a step off the line of scrimmage on Humphrey on the first, but Jackson didn't get the ball out far enough, allowing Humphrey to make up ground and break it up. And then on the second, Bateman had a bit of separation again, but the ball was overthrown.
1: And still to come, John Harbaugh defended rookie first-round pick Kyle Hamilton after a video of him getting beaten coverage went viral on Twitter.
2: All right, Bobby, Ravens rookie and first round draft pick Kyle Hamilton was trending on Twitter after Saturday's open practice. Why is Baltimore safety catching so much heat?
1: Oh, yeah, Sarah. Welcome to the NFL, boy. A Twitter video from Saturday's practice taken by a fan caught Hamilton being burned. And badly by undrafted free agent wide receiver Bailey Gaither. Hamilton was playing man-to-man press coverage, and simply put, he just got beat. Now, Twitter, of course, as you might expect, had a field day with the viral video that since amassed over two million views. So much so, it caught John Harbaugh's attention.
3: Someone gave the opinion that that uh, he's a limited guy. He's got to play in the box. You know, it's like because they saw they saw him try to cover. A guy who ran like a 10-400 meters, you know, I don't know. I mean, we're not going to match him up against a 10-400 meter guy, but he's going to play man today pretty good, as you saw. So he's going to be very versatile. He's going to play in a lot of different spots.
1: Yeah, and Sarah, while it obviously wasn't a great look for Hamilton on Saturday night, it should be noted that as a tall safety, He will not often be matching up in press coverage, if ever. And don't expect him inside five yards of a receiver up on the line of scrimmage either.
2: Right. Stop me if you've heard this before, but it seems like Hamilton may have fallen victim to over-exaggerated NFL Twitter entertainment. But, Bobby, how did he bounce back? How did he perform in Monday's practice?
1: Yeah, Sarah, he did exactly that. He had a very strong bounce-back day. He reportedly got a pass breakup on all-pro Mark Andrews in one-on-one coverage. He also jammed rookie tight end Isaiah Likely at the line and then stuck with him to break up another pass. I bet you Hamilton would appreciate it if somebody could get those plays posted to social in the aftermath of Saturday night.
2: And before we jump, here are some quick hits you need to know. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson will serve a six-game suspension without pay, but will not be fined for violating the league's personal conduct policy following accusations of sexual misconduct. NFL-approved disciplinary officer and former federal judge, Sue Robinson, concluded that although Watson violated the personal conduct policy, there was not enough evidence to justify an indefinite suspension. John Harbaugh was asked about Watson Monday.
3: And I do have a lot of opinions on it. I'm not liberty to share them at this time. You know, that's for the league to decide. I, I, I respect what Steve Bishotti has created here and Dick Cass really almost 10 years ago. And basically, you know, it's, we're kind of a zero tolerance. I mean, you got to know the truth. You got to try to understand the circumstances. But we've stayed away from that particular situation. When we draft players, when we sign them as free agents, we just haven't dealt with it. And uh, that's, that's Steve's decision, and I, I'm glad we have that policy.
2: Orlando Brown Jr. ended his contract holdout and reported to Chiefs training camp Monday. The former Ravens Pro Bowl tackle intends to play this season on Kansas City's franchise tag. And finally, veteran free agent wide receiver Will Fuller is being monitored by multiple NFL teams, according to NFL reporter Aaron Wilson. But Fuller is regarded as a player more likely to join a team later in the preseason.
1: Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and sharing the vault with a friend.
2: That's all the time we've got, but we'll be back Wednesday morning with Ravens news you need to know. Come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault.